Hello and welcome to the Curious Clubhouse podcast. I'm your host as always, Jason, and if you're new to this podcast, this is a weekly podcast where I take you on a brief, informative journey into a specific subject or topic that has helped shape and influence today's pop culture. This week, in celebration of the series premiere of the brand new HBO Max show, The Last of Us, I thought we would talk a bit about the video game franchise of the same name, The Last of Us. I am super excited about this. I'm recording this the day after the series premiere, and it it was absolutely fantastic. So they're off to an, an amazing start with this incredible adaptation for this video game franchise. And if you're new to this podcast, as always, I'll tell you a bit about what The Last of Us is. We'll go over some of the origins and inspirations behind this iconic franchise. This week, I'm adding a brand new segment I'm calling Curious Adaptation, where we'll break down the brand new television show the last of us as well super excited for that as always we'll talk about some other properties as well as the legacy of the last of us going to be combining those two segments this week and finally we'll end things with some curious and unusual facts surrounding the last of us so without further ado let's dive in here and let's get curious So what is The Last of Us? Well, The Last of Us is a 2013 action-adventure game developed by Naughty Dog and published by Sony Computer Entertainment. Players control Joel, a smuggler tasked with escorting a teenage girl, Ellie, across a post-apocalyptic United States. The Last of Us is played from a third-person perspective. Players use firearms and improvised weapons and can use stealth to defend against hostile humans and cannibalistic creatures infected by a mutated fungus in the genus Cordyceps. In the online multiplayer mode, up to eight players engage in cooperative and competitive gameplay. So, full disclosure here, I have played the very first Last of Us video game back for PlayStation 3. I absolutely loved it. Um, In terms of plot and story, The Last of Us is among the best. Uh, I can't say enough good things about The Last of Us video games. Uh, I mean, it is absolutely fantastic. If you have not played The Last of Us yet, um, I hope that listening to this episode will give you some incentive to do so. Because in terms of story, if you're looking for an incredible emotional roller coaster ride of a story, The Last of Us certainly delivers that. Uh, continuing on here, the player also controls Ellie throughout the game's winter segment and briefly controls Joel's daughter, Sarah, in the opening sequence. Um, so that is a bit about what The Last of Us is. Now let's touch on some of the combat that the game involves. The player can use long-range weapons such as a rifle, a shotgun, and a bow, and short-range weapons such as a handgun and a short-barreled shotgun. The player is able to scavenge limited-use melee weapons such as pipes and baseball bats and throw bottles and bricks to distract, stun, or attack enemies. The player can upgrade weapons at work ba- workbenches using collected items. Equipment such as health kits, shivs, and Molotov cocktails can be found or crafted using collected items. Attributes such as the health meter and crafting speed can be upgraded by collecting pills and medic- medicinal plants. Health can be recharged by finding edible items or through the use of health kits. Though the player can attack enemies directly, they can also use stealth to attack undetected or sneak by them. Listen mode allows the player to locate enemies through a heightened sense of hearing and spatial awareness. 
indicated as outlines visible through walls and objects. In the dynamic cover system, the player can crouch behind obstacles to gain a tactical advantage during combat. The game features periods without combat, often involving a conversation between the characters. The player can solve simple puzzles, such as using floating pallets to move Ellie, who is unable to swim across bodies of water and using ladders or dumpsters to reach higher areas. Story collectibles such as notes, maps, and comics can be scavenged and viewed in the backpack menu. The game features an artificial intelligence system by which hostile human enemies react to combat. If enemies discover the player, they may take cover or call for assistance, and can take advantage of the player when they are distracted out of ammunition or in a fight. Player companions, such as Ellie, can assist in combat by throwing objects at threats to stun them, announcing the location of unseen enemies, or using a knife and pistol to attack enemies. So that is a bit about the combat uh, surrounding The Last of Us, as well as what The Last of Us entails as a whole. Uh, again, the game's story is absolutely fantastic. Um, it is your basic uh, apocalyptic settings, survive, kill or be killed, um, you know, scenario. So if you're familiar with games like that, you know, if you enjoy games like that, then The Last of Us is going to be right up your alley. So now that we know a bit about what The Last of Us is, let's now dive into some of the origins and inspirations behind this iconic gaming franchise and see kind of how we ended up with the game that we have today. So getting into this here, Naughty Dog began developing The Last of Us in 2009 following the release of Uncharted 2 Among Thieves. For the first time in the company's history, Naughty Dog split into two teams while one team developed Uncharted 3, Drake's Deception, in 2011. The other began work on The Last of Us. Game director Bruce Straley and creative director Neil Druckmann led the team responsible for developing The Last of Us. While at university, Druckmann had an idea to merge the gameplay of Ico in 2001 in a story set during a zombie apocalypse like that of George A. Romero's Night of the Living Dead in 1968. With a lead character to similar to Joe Hartigan from Sin City 1991-2000, the lead character, a police officer, would be tasked with protecting a young girl. However, due to the lead character's heart condition, players would often assume control of the young girl, reversing the roles. Druckmann later developed it when creating the story of The Last of Us. Druckmann views The Last of Us as a coming-of-age story in which Ellie adapts to survival after spending time with Joel as well as an exploration of how willing a father is to save his child. A major motive of the game is that life goes on. This is presented in a scene in which Joel and Ellie discover a herd of giraffes, which concept artist Joe Sweeney explained was designed to resignate Ellie's just for life after her suffering following her encounter with David. The Infected, a core concept of the game, were inspired by a segment of the BBC Nature documentary Planet Earth 2006, which features the Cordyceps fungi. Though the fungi mainly infect insects, taking control of their motor functions and forcing them to help cultivate the fungus, the game explores the concept of the fungus evolving and affecting humans as well as the direct results of an outbreak of this infection. 
a 56-year-old man with dark hair, or with dark gray hair, excuse me, talking into a microphone, looking at something beneath the camera. Argentine musician Gustavo Santolala composed and performed the score for The Last of Us. The relationship between Joel and Ellie was the focus of the game. All other elements were developed around it. Troy Baker and Ashley Johnson were cast as Joel and Ellie, respectively, and provided voice and motion capture performances. Baker and Johnson contributed to the development of the characters. For example, Baker convinced Druckmann that Joel would care for Tess due to his loneliness, and Johnson convinced Druckmann that Ellie should be stronger and more defensive. Following comparisons to actor Elliot Page, Ellie's appearance was redesigned to better reflect Johnson's personality and make her younger. The game's other characters also underwent changes. The character Tess was originally intended to be the main antagonist, but the team found it difficult to believe her motives. The sexuality of the character Bill was originally left vague in the script, but later altered to further, later altered to further reflect his homosexuality. The Last of Us game designer Ricky Cambier cited the video games Ico and Resident Evil 4 as influences on the game's design. He said the emotional weight of the relationship needed to be balanced with the tension of the world's issues, stating that they wanted to take the character building and interaction of Ico and blend it with the tension and action of Resident Evil 4. The team created new engines to satisfy their needs for the games. The artificial intelligence was created to coordinate with players. The addition of Ellie as artificial intelligence was a major contributor for the engine. The lighting engine was also recreated to incorporate soft light in which the sunlight seeps in through the spaces and reflects off surfaces. The gameplay introduced difficulty to the team as they felt that every mechanic required thorough analysis. The game's user interface design also underwent various iterations throughout the development. So, yeah, definitely a lot to unpack here. Uh, this game, obviously, you know, you can really tell that they put a lot of work into it. You know, they put a lot of love, they put a lot of attention to detail in to these games, you know, right down to how the sunlight filters through the various cracks and areas of buildings and windows and things. So, you know, it, it, it sounds like, you know, based on all the research I did, they just, they took it all back to the drawing board. You know, they, they ripped it out and redesigned a whole new AI surrounding the gaming system behind The Last of Us. So really, really did a fantastic job in my opinion. You know, you, you play these games and, it, it, you know, at least the first game, because as I've said, I haven't played the second one. But, you, you know, you go through that first game and you're looking at not just the dialogue, but if you're looking at just the colors, you know, the color palettes, the colors of the leaves and the trees and the buildings and the way the sunlight glints off reflections, you know, it's very well done, especially for the time period at which this game came out. You know, it was out for the PlayStation 3. And as we know now, we're on PlayStation 5 where the graphics are just so much better, you know, but for what we had back then, the graphics were top notch. So I think they did a really good job with just designing this game overall, you know, the lighting in particular, as I mentioned. So yeah, that's just a bit about the, you know, the origins, the inspirations, kind of what went behind creating this iconic game in terms of the actors, the motion capture, you know, what, how they incorporated this new AI system into their game, you know, and how it ultimately all lended to 
a really fantastic blend of perfect lighting, amazing story, and amazing acting overall. Um, so yeah, that's just a bit about the origins and inspiration. Now let's touch on this new segment of the week, Curious Adaptation, where we're going to talk a bit about The Last of Us TV series. As I said, it just premiered last night on HBO Max. I will not be spoiling anything, so no spoilers here uh, for the TV show, so no worries. Uh, so let's get into this here. The Last of Us TV series is a joint production by Sony Pictures Television, PlayStation Productions, Naughty Dog, The Mighty Mint, and Word Games. The series will be overseen by Mazin, the writer best known for creating the hit HBO miniseries Chernobyl, also another fantastic miniseries. If you haven't seen it, highly recommend you watch it. And Neil Druckmann, writer and director of the games and co-president of Naughty Dog. HBO has confirmed uh, to consequence that Mazin directed the first episode of the show and Druckmann directed the second. Also, Gustavo Alfredo Santolola, the Argentine musician, composer, and record producer who composed music for the original games, will be returning to compose music for the series. The Last of Us TV series is said to be an expansion of the game's plot. According to Sci-Fi, in an interview with BBC Sounds, must-watch webcast, Mazin promised that the series wouldn't be changing anything, but rather enhancing the source material. With the help of the game's creator, Neil Druckmann, Mazin mentioned that the TV adaptation allowed space for them to explore scenarios cut from the game and even establish more lore around the setting Joel and Ellie reside in. And just based on seeing the first episode, I have to agree, they did a fantastic job with that. You know, obviously, the based on what I've seen within this first episode, it sticks very, very close to the game. It's very, very faithful. Arguably, one of the most faithful uh, from game to screen adaptations I have seen thus far. Um, with it being faithful, again, they do add some expansion to it. They add some extra stuff that you don't get within the game you know the the beginning segment uh leading up to joel banging through the house and collecting his daughter you know that has been extended you know they've added some some extra so it's it's very very well done i think hardcore fans are gonna love it if you haven't watched the, sh the first episode yet you know don't worry you know <laughs> you can rest easy knowing that i've seen it and knowing that they've done a fantastic job um and you're gonna enjoy it you know you're this is just i, I can't say enough just based on one episode, how fantastic a job they have done with this adaptation. Um, so really looking forward to seeing more episodes uh, as they drop every single Sunday. Um, and speaking of dropping every Sunday, uh, we're going to dive into that a bit more here. There's no episodic nonsense here, said Mason. This is all very much like curated, but the things that are new and enhancing of the storyline that we're doing are connected in organic and serious ways that I think fans of the game and newcomers alike will appreciate. Duckman confirmed that the voice actors behind Joel and Ellie, Troy Baker, and Ashley Johnson would be appearing in the TV adaptation during Summer Game Fest 2022. These roles wouldn't be cameos, Druckmann stated that the roles Baker and Johnson would have would be integral to the story. So really, really awesome to hear that. I, I love the fact that the voice actors for the two characters in the game, Joel and Ellie, will be making an appearance in the show. Uh, they did not make an appearance in that first episode, to my knowledge. Uh, I'll have to go back and rewatch it, but it's just really, really refreshing to know that the voices of these characters that we're so familiar with, that we know and love, 
are going to be making appearances throughout this TV series. So that is just a bit about the uh, the adaptation, you know, the TV series without any spoilers. Um, again, you know, this I put this all together before the show premiered, uh, you know, but still very, very fantastic. Um, I'm loving what I'm seeing so far. If you haven't watched it yet, you know, watch it. You're going to love it, especially if you're a hardcore fan like I am. So now that we know a bit about the TV show side of things, let's now turn our attention to some other properties and the legacy behind The Last of Us gaming franchise. Uh, so getting into this here, The Last of Us spawned a media franchise, as we know, a four-issue comic book miniseries, The Last of Us American Dreams, was published by Dark Horse Comics from April to July 2013, written by Druckmann and illustrated by Faith Aaron Hicks. The game's cast performed a live reading of selected scenes in Santa Monica, California in July 2014 with live music by Santa Lalalia in 2008, or excuse me, with music by Santa Lalala, uh, very hard to pronounce there. A sequel, The Last of Us Part Two, was released for PlayStation 4 in June 2020. Two tabletop games are in development. The Last of Us Escape the Dark by born due in December of 2023, and The Last of Us, the board game by Come On, focusing on exploration, narrative, and survival elements. Two film adaptations of The Last of Us were attempted. A feature film written by Druckmann and produced by Sam Raimi, Enter Development Hell, and an animated short film adaptation of Oddfellows was canceled by Sony. Druckmann and Craig Mazin created a television adaptation of the game, starring Pedro Pascal and Bella Ramsey, scheduled to debut on HBO and HBO Max in January 2023. You know, and that, of course, is the show that we just talked a bit about there. Uh, so, yeah, really, really interesting stuff. You know, we have some other media here as it relates to The Last of Us. We have comic books. We have tabletop games. You know, we had a couple of failed movie attempts, it sounds like. And obviously, The Last of Us Part Two, uh, which I have yet to play. Uh, these two board games really sound intriguing, honestly. I'm definitely going to have to look into maybe getting one or both of those and trying them out. Uh, I, I love board games based on video games. You know, I, I love the concept of being able to enter that world uh, anytime you want, really, uh, through a board game mediums. Uh, so just sounds really, really cool. Uh, but that's just a few of the other properties and kind of where the legacy has brought us in terms of these incredible video games. Uh, so as always, you know, we come to the end of another Curious Clubhouse episode. And as always, we're going to talk about some curious and unusual facts surrounding The Last of Us. So curious fact number one here, the disease is inspired by a real infection. The zombie infection of the game was inspired by a real-world infection called Cordyceps fungi. It affects insects growing out of the head and seizing control of motor functions. Straley Druckmann saw it on an episode of Planet Earth and immediately had their idea for the monsters of The Last of Us. So that's really, really awesome. I love when they take real-world scenarios uh, and incorporate them into video games. It definitely brings a sense of realism to the video game, especially The Last of Us. Uh, it gives it even more of a sense, the story, a sense of realism, which you don't get in a lot of games. You know, as we know, the majority of video games are made up. You know, they're forms of art. 
built to entertain uh, and enjoy. So the fact that they were able to take real world fungi, a real world uh, disease and bring it in as inspiration for this game is really, really incredible in my opinion. Uh, so curious fact number two, there was originally an infected elephant. Uh, apparently there was a sequence in the game where Joel was going to be pursued by an infected elephant. Take that Shakespeare. <laughs> Uh, I love that concept. Uh, I love the the idea of a infected elephant. Uh, it's kind of a bummer we didn't get it. Uh, I think having an infected elephant in a game like The Last of Us probably would have been really, really well done. Um, you know, it's, it's interesting I bring up an infected elephant because it reminds me when I did the Resident Evil episode, you know, we had talked about the possibility of infected gorillas being a part of those games. And in my head, you know, I just thought that was complete nonsense. Uh, so the fact that I'm on board for an infected elephant, uh, it, the irony of that is not lost on me. <laughs> uh, but still, I, I think it would have been uh, very cool to see. Uh, perhaps we'll see that in some future game. Uh, so furious fact, or curious fact number three here, Ish was there at the time of Outbreak and is actually a literary reference. The suburb, in the suburbs chapter of the game, there's a subplot about someone named Ish, represented in some notes found around the area cataloging his experiences around the time of the outbreak. Ish is also the name of the protagonist in a real-world 1949 post-apocalyptic novel by George R. Stewart called Earth Abides. It was originally entitled The Dude Ab Abides until the author was sued by the yet-to-be-born Cohen brothers, and that's a sad attempt at some arc, some anachronistic humor. Uh, so very, very interesting here um, that the ish was represented in the game um, and is also taken as inspiration from a post-apocalyptic novel by George R. Stewart. You know, I love when they put stuff like that in games. Um, again, it just adds a sense and element of realism uh, to a game that otherwise, you know, you wouldn't be able to pull realism from. Um, but there's plenty of that in The Last of Us, you know, not just outside of various Easter eggs and outside of it being uh, ha having references from a book or having references based on a real life uh, fungi. The, this game has more of a sense of realism because of the relationship between Joel and Ellie. You know, that, that, that father-daughter relationship is done so well in the story. The reactions are put together uh, in such a way that you can really feel for Joel and Ellie. Uh, you know, you can really feel that tension, that love, uh, that reluctance. You know, all the things that human behavior and humans are known for when it comes to relationships. Uh, you can really feel that. Uh, in the relationship between Joel and Ellie in the story of The Last of Us. And that in of itself is what brings the majority of the realism uh, to a game like this, in my opinion. Uh, so curious fact number three here, Naughty Dog includes Easter egg referencing other games. Easter egg relationships are not a one-way street. There's a bar in The Last of Us called O'Sullivan's Irish Pub in honor of Nathan Drake's companion, Sully in Uncharted. Conversely, there's a toy store that Joel and Ellie wander into where fans can see Uncharted and Jack and Dexter board games. There are also a couple of Jack and Dexter dolls in an abandoned house at one point in the game. So not all of the Dr of Druckmann and Str Stranley's preliminary J&D work was for naught. 
just like 99.9% of it. Uh, so yeah, a lot of a uh, lot of different Easter eggs, a lot of various Easter eggs to other games and other media sprinkled throughout the Last of Us game. Obviously, as we know, video games are this isn't new. You know, uh, we're no stranger to Easter eggs. In fact, uh, the majority of hardcore gamers uh, tend to Easter egg hunt. You know, that's part of the joy and experience of playing games like this is to find Easter eggs based on other properties. Uh, so curious fact number four here, Ashley Johnson won multiple awards for her performance. Uh, Ashley Johnson won two BAFTA awards for her role as Ellie. She took home the best performer award for both The Last of Us as well as the Left Behind DLC. By the way, if you're wondering why you recognize her, imagine her in a waitress outfit covered in soot and grime, then think Avengers. Yes, she appears in the 2012 blockbuster as a civilian who is dramatically saved by Captain America during the attempted invasion of New York in the finale. So that is Ashley Johnson. Yeah, she showed up in Avengers, so that's, you know, that's where I know her from, uh, is from the Avengers movie. But yeah, she won a BAFTA for her performance as Ellie in The Last of Us video game, and I have to agree, it is well-deserved. Um, again, she did a fantastic job voicing the character of Ellie in that game. Uh, so that is it, guys. We have reached the end of another episode of The Curious Clubhouse. Uh, you know, I loved this episode. I love the video game The Last of Us. It's a fantastic game, and I, I look forward to playing its sequel, The Last of Us Part Two. And, you know, again, the TV show, it's just getting started, guys. Um, but the, that first episode, it is a wild ride. It's very well done. Uh, very faithful while adding uh, some expanded content to the world that we know in The Last of Us. So thank you guys again so much for listening. I hope that you enjoyed it. I, as always, and have enjoyed putting this together. Uh, I enjoy doing these episodes every week. Um, if you love this show, if you love what you hear, please rate, review, subscribe wherever you get your podcast. That is the number one way as of right now that you can help us grow uh, and help us continue to do this podcast and bring you guys great content each and every week. Uh, also, if you would, uh, hop on over to Apple Podcasts, write us a quick review on the show there. Uh, that helps as well. Um, if you're looking for other pop culture related content and media, check out our Facebook page, The Curious Clubhouse on Facebook, uh, where we have some other relate pop culture related media articles and things for you to check out there. If you have any topic suggestions for future episodes that you'd like to hear, you can send those to thecuriousclubhouse at gmail.com. I will get them there. Uh, once again, guys, thank you so much for listening. As always, stay safe out there and please stay curious.